0: Hi, this is Keith, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast 65 for Wednesday, April 28th, 2010. The website is klezmerpodcast.com, and you can write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. Well, in Klezmer Podcast news, I'm excited to announce that I've put together a speaking presentation of new Klezmer and Jewish music that I'm ready to take out on the road. So if you have any group or organization that you're affiliated with that would be interested in hearing my presentation, which includes a lot of the artists featured here on Klesmer Podcast, please write to me at keith at KlesmerPodcast.com. But right now I want to move on to our featured guest for this episode of the podcast. I'm very happy to have on the podcast today Yoshi Fruchter, of the band Pitom, based in New York City. Pitom is a rock and roll group that features electric guitar, violin, electric bass, and drums. I think they have a great sound, and I'm really enjoying listening to their music. We'll get to hear one of their songs after the interview, but right now, here we go with Yoshi Fruchter of Pitom. Hi, this is Keith with Klezmer Podcast, and uh, we're back in New York City again today, and I'm very happy to uh, finally catch up again with Yoshi Fruchter from the band Pitome. I, I uh, caught the last note of your set <laughs> the other day, <laughs> we were at the 6th Street Synagogue, and uh, really sorry I didn't get there in time to see the whole thing, but uh, Yoshi, welcome to Klezmer Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Great. Very nice to meet you, and and. uh uh, I'm very sorry I, I didn't get really a really chance to uh, get really familiar with your music before we got together here, but um, that last note sounded really great. So <laughs> um, why don't you tell me about uh, how you got uh, interested in doing the Jewish music and then how you uh, got your band together.
1: Okay. Um, I grew up in a, in an Orthodox Jewish home, um, and uh there was also a lot of music around my house growing up um my father um is a musician himself he also plays jewish music and uh was part of some of the like um like the jewish folk bands in the, the 70s from like the orthodox like you know, synagogue movement. He was in a band called Ruach and Ruach Revival, and like um, sort of predecessors to like sort of modern Jewish music. But he he plays in in a simcha band now. Um, but he's also a uh, sort of what would be the Orthodox version of a cantor. So he you know he reads the Torah every week and he he leads services on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and high holidays. And my grandfather was the same. And my grandfather was a rabbi. So there was a lot of um, you know, both uh, both music and liturgical tradition. And, um, you know, and I grew up going to day schools and, and yeshiva and things like that. So, you know, in addition to the music, there was also a strong sense of of Ju- Judaism that was influencing that and, and on Shabbos and, and things like that. So, um, you know, at the same time, you know, I was a teenager and really into playing the guitar. And, you know, I was into Nirvana and I was into you know uh, sound garden and like you know the pixies and all these bands um you know and and just and that's kind of that that's where my first uh sort of playing influence came from um and you know however though you know while i was playing more my first gigs were with my dad's Simcha band and like the wedding band. So I always say it's most people, you know, play for a while and then they eventually get into like the wedding circuit when they get older. I I did my first gigs as like a wedding musician. So,
0: you know, you're doing it backwards then.
1: I'm doing it backwards, you know, I with the dirty tux shirt and everything, you know. So uh, but it it was actually really good for me about learning how to be a professional musician and, and learning how to play with people and show up on time and things like this.
0: Um, a real working musician.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, um, they, so there were all these kinds of contrasting, you know, influences at the same time. You know, I was playing this this Jewish music at weddings and things like that, but I was also, you know, playing in rock bands and and listening to this, you know, to listening to all different kinds of other music, and um,
0: eventually. So, so you were allowed to listen to other music. So I know a lot of a lot of the people is uh, like the Hasidic rock only and stuff like that.
1: Well, I grew up um, you know my parents were are what is considered modern orthodox oh, so we're, right. okay. so we're you know we're they 're very you know a strict they 're strict with jewish law but it, but also you know with adherence or with uh, an open mind to culture and, oh, that's and my mom is actually an art teacher, and so my dad is a musician so there 's a lot of the arts kind of going around um, there and uh you know eventually I, I went on to study in Israel. Um, and was playing a lot there and and sort of started studying a little more seriously there with the teacher and and eventually went to college and got into the jazz thing there um, so I did the jazz thing, and so there was there was that and uh, you know after I was done with school, I was like you know where I was kind of like had all this stuff that i 'd compiled, like musical stuff in my life, and I was like, "What do I want to do with this?" And uh, it was kind of that, it was early college, really, but that's kind of when I found out about what John Zorn was doing with Tzadik. And, you know, while I was into traditional Jewish music as well, I was also really into the kind of what where, what else could it be kind of thing. Um, and so, you know, when after college, when I moved to New York, I was, you know, I, I wanted to create a project that would sort of take all of these influences and and make it into something that was sort of my own. Um and then w- once I did, and I created the band Pitome, and you know which has wh- whose sound has evolved over the few years that we 've been in existence, um, but when I created the band i I uh gave a demo to Zorn, and you know he wanted to do a record, so we did a record, and here we are, so
0: now my is a little bit weak, but so uh, what what is Pitom?
1: pitome um can sort of be one of two things depending on how you pronounce the word um pita om in in sort of modern maybe it's not modern hebrew only but definitely in modern hebrew it means suddenly um which sort of i think is a good characterization of our band the the music is very sudden and surprising and it kind of hits you from all from all angles um so i thought you know it was kind of short and catchy but it also kind of it was well an apt description of the band if you say it in sort of a, like a more of a ashkenazic pronunciation pitum it's the it's on the the etrog on sukkot the, the the citron um it's the crown on the head of that fruit uh and so you know that that kind of had a different connotation um you know just the you know, just sort of like this crown on the head of uh, of this ritual fruit that is, you know, represents the heart. You know, is, there's all kinds of sort of cabalistic things with that. But um, that's kind of the the two sort of possible meanings of the word.
0: So, so um, how did you uh, form the band? Who's in it? What's your instrumentation? And, and uh, describe the the style a little bit.
1: Okay, um, the band is myself on electric guitar. Um Jeremy B- Jeremy Brown uh plays the violin and viola. Um Shanir is the bass player and Kevin Zubek uh is the drummer. Um I met Jeremy actually on a club date here <laughs> uh, at a wedding and we just sort of became fast friends and, and and uh you know it was kind of around the time that I was, you know, starting the band and figuring out what it was going to be and and the instrumentation and you know it kind of just fell into that with me and with me and him um Chenier and kevin i had uh i i was sort of knew their music already in college because they both have done other recordings for Todic, and we were they had come down to maryland to do a couple of shows so i had met them a few times and um and i really like really loved the way they played and i you know so when i moved to new york i called them up to see if they were interested and we kind of went from there um and uh, that's that's sort of how how it became started And what was the other question again?
0: Uh, the I'm style of music, music. Okay. Yeah, yeah so. And, and were you, were, are you writing originals Or are you uh, getting music from uh, Existing music or what?
1: Right, um, so it's all original music um, At this point I've thrown a, around the idea of Trying to do some sort of cover of some kind Although I haven't found the right thing yet um, When I started the band It was right out of college And um, and as I said, I was in you know in jazz school, so everything I was doing at that point was just jazz, you know. And so the first the first sort of iteration of the band was kind of like, uh, and, and the songs was kind of, you know, more like jazz influenced, and and I, I don't know exactly how to how to describe it, but it definitely it didn't have too much of an edge. The songs were like sort of whimsical, but but in more of like a jazz sense and um um and then eventually as we started playing more and more um the sort of rock guitar sound and rock band and sort of just grittiness of that started coming into the sound of the band and the songs I was writing um and so we kind of went more into that direction and um and I think it really like brought out a life into the music um that wasn't there before um, because it really suited all the bands playing together in this this particular style, and so you know bands like Joy Division and like DNA that you know were kind of just more like you'd see in like the basement of like a, a punk rock club, you know, and and this this was kind of the uh, aesthetic that we sort of started becoming, um, but still really being um, informed by Jewish music and melody. So,
0: great. So, uh, your uh, first CD, uh, self-titled Pitome <laughs> on uh, on Sodic. Uh, what's uh, tell me a little about what's on the album, and and maybe we'll uh, pl- play a track of it uh, from from it for the podcast. The strength,
1: like the strength of the first album, and like its weakness, are both kind of the same in the sense that like it's it's the first record of this band, so there's still some elements of the band that were sort of informed by that by that sort of like earlier jazz thing and then there's some music on it that's sort of more informed by like the, the sort of heavier thing. Um, so th- there is a lot of different kinds of things on there. Um, but in a sense, that's also maybe its weakness because it's, you know, it's not as consistent as it could be, but there's a lot of, um, you know, I think that's that's my one... I, don't, I wouldn't say regret, but it's the one thing that I kind of like, oh, that's what I would do differently next time, you know um so there you know um you know the first tune on the record is kind of like this sort of surf rock uh thing um but if you know it you know if you kind of change the change the groove, it could be like kind of just a klezmer tune um and uh you know, and then we go into a song called uh go go golem and that's kind of exactly what it sounds like it sounds like a you know a monster like creeping into your bedroom and then <laughs> you know and then later on the album there's a little bit more um sort of ambient uh soundscapey kind of tunes um um you know cuz I was doing that I was doing that in college too I was like playing in a sort of sigaros kind of uh radiohead style band so there was that that too um, and I'm not sure which tune you're going to play, but, um, you know, I think my favorite tune on the record is is the third tune, which is uh, called The Robe of Priestly Proportions. Um, and that's that's um, a great title. I like that. Um, yeah, it was just, you know, I, I like the alliteration, and it kind of had this regal quality thinking about the high priest and the temple. Um, and, you know, that that I think is a great representation of our sound it's like uh you know it's kind of crazy but also like complex but also fun and catchy and noisy so um yeah
0: (laughs) great so um what's next for pitom after uh you know playing sixth street synagogue and i guess uh you're playing fairly fairly frequently around town here in new york Mm uh are you doing any traveling or any plans for a second album um, so we actually, we were on tour in France in October. That was our first time. Everybody gets to France. This stuff really? is, is, Yeah, everybody's, it's like know. France is huge for Klezmer somehow.
1: Really? Okay. Well, so I actually just ended up there by chance and we actually didn't do any, um, we didn't do any like real Jewish gigs there. We were doing sort of like the rock club, like jazz festival mm-hmm. uh, circuit. I, I got connected to a booking agent there and we kind of did the tour through them. Um, so I'm... Working on going back to Europe for maybe the fall. We're also working on material for our second album. Um, We got a couple of shows coming up. I'm not sure when this is when you're airing this, but I'm not sure either. Okay, okay. well next next week, February 10th, we're playing at Southpaw in Brooklyn, and then uh, um, the the sort of big show that um, you know that. You know we're kind of working up towards is uh march 10th at a place called dixon place in the east village it's uh sort of known as a theater uh, venue but um they do they've been starting to have some experimental music and we're really excited to be part of their new concert series there so dixon placed on march 10th um and so uh th- you know that's uh that's what's going on for us
0: Great. So if uh, people want to find out more about Pitome and and, uh, hopefully buy the CD or download the tracks, uh, where can they find it?
1: So um, you can go to myspace.com slash Pitome, P-I-T-O-M. You can also check out our website, uh, uh, pitomemusic.com, P-I-T-O-M-M-U-S-I-C.com. Um, and also, uh, if you go to Sadiq Records' website, there's our record and a lot of other really great Jewish music on there, and that's sadiq.com, T-Z-A-D-I-K.com.
0: Great. Well, thanks so much. Uh, Yoshi Fuchter, Pitom, check out the CD, check out the website, and uh, if you're in New York sometime or in France, uh, you'll see him. Thanks very much, Yoshi. Thanks, Keith.
1: This is Eve Sikuler, the drummer and bandleader for Metropolitan and Klezmer and Isle of Klesbos, and you are listening to KlezmerPodcast.com.
0: All right, I'm back. The track we just heard was entitled Skin and Bones from the self-titled album Tome featuring Yoshi Frukter. I'd very much like to thank Yoshi for appearing on the podcast and for providing the track for us to listen to. Again, the website is klezmerpodcast.com and if you have any questions, comments, suggestions or if you have a band that would like to appear or have your music played on the podcast or if you have a new or soon to be released CD you would like me to review please write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com Remember, you can also find me on MySpace, Facebook, last.fm and Twitter at username Klesmer Podcast. And as a reminder, the music heard on Klesmer Podcast is for promotional purposes only and is used with permission. So that's about it for Klesmer Podcast 65. Thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed. Tell your friends and until next time, bye for now.